0: was now a qualified mechanic. That might count as growth of a sort, she supposed. But it was probably cancelled out by reports that Charlie, the other young man employed in the garage, had, by all accounts, become rather worse at his job. Certainly there did not seem to be any more customers than there had been in the past. Indeed, Mr. JLB Mataconi had complained only a few weeks previously that there seemed to be fewer and fewer cars being brought in for service. People have to go to those big garages these days, he said. They have to do that because their cars are full of computers, and ordinary mechanics don't have all the right wires and things for these clever cars. What can you do if you look at the engine and see that it is full of electric wiring and computer chips? Where's the carburetor? Where's the distributor? Where's the starter motor? He had looked at Mara Motzwe reproachfully, as if she had somehow mislaid these various parts. She sighed. Everything is too complicated these days, Mr. Gelbe-Mateconi. Everything is made to be thrown away, rather than fixed. It is all very wasteful. She warmed her theme. When I think of what we may do within the past, it makes me very sad. If you found a hole in a sock, you darned it. We were taught how to do that at school, and if you call afraid, then you had it turned. If the handle came off a cup, you glued it back on. Yes, said Mr. Jelby Matakoni. You never throw things away. Nowadays, if something goes wrong, you throw it out of the window just like that. And people, too, said Marumotswe. If you suddenly decide you don't like somebody, you throw them out of the window, too. That's what wives do to their husbands these days. Mr. Jelby Matikoni looked concerned. Out of the window, Ma. Not really out of the window, said Maru Motzwe. I just use that as an expression, Ra. And it's not just wives who throw their husbands out of the window when they get bored with them. It's men, too. In fact, there are more wives thrown out of the window than men, I think. Either way, it's not very good said Mr. Jelby Matakoni. Nobody should be thrown out of the window, Ma. They had lapsed into silence as they contemplated in their individual ways this decline in civility. Ma Ramotswe was not given to taking a gloomy view of things, but she felt nonetheless that there were respects in which she would find it very difficult to explain to her father, the late Obedra Ramotswe, what had happened in the years since his death. It was true that Botswana had made great progress and remained a country to be proud of, but still, there were changes that it was hard to see in a positive light. She imagined walking with him through their home village, Mochudi, and showing him the improvements, the numerous public water taps, the improved sewage system, the new businesses that had sprung up. But what would she say when they were passed by a group of schoolchildren and not one of them greeted him? "'as it was polite and customary for children to do when they passed an old man. "'How would she explain to him that nowadays many children did not greet strangers? "'She saw him wearing his old hat, "'the hat that he had worn for year upon year "'and was so familiar to her and so beloved. "'She wondered what he would say when he saw men walking about "'either with no hat on their heads, even under the midday sun, "'or with unusual new hats, or even caps.' With those curious visors in the front, but deliberately worn back to front. Where, he would ask, have all these new hats come from, and why did none of these hats seem to have experience, that indefinable quality that hats acquire after they have been worn day after day in all weather for year after year? And yet, in spite of all these rather unsettling developments, there were some things that did not change. Mr. Jelby Matakoni had not changed in the slightest, and never would, she thought. Charlie did not change either. One might have thought that he would become more mature as the years went past, but this was not the case. At the age of sixteen, when he had first started his apprenticeship, he had spent his lunch hours sitting on an upturned oil drum, ogling girls as they walked past to catch one of the minibuses plying their trade along the Tlokweng Road. Now... At the age of twenty-whatever it was, he still sat on an oil drum. She believed it was exactly the same oil drum and watched young women walk past.